This is Rowena from Pretty Creative, and my drink of choice is an ice-cold white wine. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven, and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office, and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work-life wine time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Hi ladies, it's Makala here and today I'm flying solo to bring you our first Productivity 101 bonus episode, all about money and value. This is the first of a series of episodes in which I'll be sharing with you lots of wisdom, tips and tricks to help you genuinely become more productive in your business and life. Because more time is what we as female entrepreneurs, mothers, daughters, partners, wives, sisters, and just generally women universally crave. So let's get into it. Is money the root of all evil? Let's put it this way. In the world we live in, money allows us to put a roof over our heads, food on the table, and to educate ourselves and our family. Therefore, money is important in creating the life we want. Now, you might be wondering what this has to do with productivity. Well, let's start with the question, what is productivity? To me, productivity is all about using systems and techniques in your daily life to achieve the results you want with less time and effort. And the thing is, most, if not all of my clients want to become more productive so they can earn more money in less time and then either A, have more free time to do other things not related to work or B, use the extra time they've created to complete more work and hence earn more money. So what I really want to do in this episode is to help you become more consciously aware of your thoughts about money and how they relate to your efforts and your business. The idea is that this will help drive your motivation for change and your desire to implement and stick with any new productivity habits you learn. Because there's no point in learning new productivity techniques and creating new habits if you lose interest and your practice tapers off after a few weeks. And I've seen that happen so many times. So I'm going to start by asking you some questions and I want you to either pause the podcast after each one and just take some time to consider your thoughts and feelings about them or note down the timestamp and revisit this section later when it's more appropriate and you've got the time to think about it. So here we go. Question one, do you believe that money is a limited resource, that there's only so much of it in the world and if you have more, then someone else has to have less. Question two, do you believe that in order to earn more money, you have to work harder, putting longer hours into your business in order to generate more income? Question three, do you believe that the only way you'll ever become wealthy is through an unexpected windfall, like winning the lottery or receiving an inheritance, Or do you believe that you are capable of creating wealth for yourself? Question four, do you believe that money is a dirty word that we shouldn't talk about? That to admit to wanting more money than you currently have makes you a bad or greedy person? And finally, do you really value what you do? 
Or are you the type of person who is always giving discounts, freebies, or exchanging time for time or product for product, or a mix of both with other service providers because you believe you can't afford their going rate or that they can't afford yours? That last question is the one that I find the most telling because often in these cases, the person doing the giving lacks the confidence and belief in themselves that what they're contributing to the world is truly valuable and worth the investment from others. Because let's face it, if we really want something, it's generally because we fully appreciate the value in it. And in those circumstances, we find a way to come up with the money. And before I get into value further, I just want to mention that I also regularly hear the arguments, I'm not in business to become rich, or I care more about helping people than making money, or making money is not in my values. Now, those are all reasonable responses. However, I just like to pose the questions, how many more people could you help if you increased your income and your own personal wealth? How many more charities could you donate to? How many more people could you employ? How many more scholarships could you fund? How much greater would your ability to purchase clothing and items based on the company's vision, sustainability or ethics be when you don't have to be conscious of or limited by the price? It's true that money doesn't create happiness. We all know this but it does provide greater freedom and greater choice. Now that I've hopefully caught your attention, let's move on to the topic of value. The main point I want you to take away from here is that it isn't time and effort that creates money, it's value. I'll say that again for those who might have been multitasking. Value creates money. People will buy your product or service because they appreciate the value in what you offer. If you continuously offer discounted rates or low prices, then you're undervaluing yourself and your offer. For example, say I bought a watch from the $2 shop. I'd expect that a $2 watch would be made from cheap plastic and either break after a month or fail to keep accurate time right from the start. It would literally be a throwaway purchase that I just would not rely on. Whereas if I bought a $500 watch from a jeweler, even if at a glance it looked exactly the same as the $2 watch, I'd expect the $500 watch to have high quality parts and to last at least 10 years and keep perfect time. It's that old adage of you get what you pay for and cheaper isn't necessarily better. Another example that I was thinking of is if I was getting my kitchen redone and received three quotes, one of which was half the price of the others. Me personally, I'd immediately reject that quote, the cheaper quote that is, and decide between the other two providers. If you're asking why, well, my belief is that in order to provide the service so cheaply, I'd assume that they're either sourcing inferior materials or that they're far less experienced and confident in their ability to meet my expectations. To me, the other businesses quoting believe that they're providing a high quality service that they're proud of and willing to stand behind, and therefore they price accordingly. And for me, that's important. 
A new kitchen is an investment in my home and I want something high quality. Do you see where I'm coming from? The lower priced provider could very well be doing themselves a disservice by trying to undercut their competitors. Now, I could be totally wrong in my assumption about the cheaper provider, but that's the perception that I've developed about their business. If the provider doesn't value their own services and charge accordingly, then they're not going to attract a buyer who values their services and pays accordingly. To look at it one further final way, which is getting us back on the productivity track, you could have 20 clients who pay $25 per hour. So that's 20 clients at $25 an hour or 10 clients who pay $50 an hour. So given the maths on that, you can either work twice as much or half as much for the same financial outcome. It all depends on your value and belief in yourself and your offer, which is then reflected in the price that you charge people. So it's really important to get clear on your mindset around money. You don't want to spend the time and money learning to become more productive and working your ass off in your business to earn more when you have a limiting belief holding you back from achieving your financial goals. Now, you might be wondering, but how do I increase my value? Well, here's the awesome thing. Your value comes from you as an amazingly individual human. You're an incredibly unique being. No one else on this planet has this exact same thoughts, experiences, knowledge, interests, biases, and skills as you do. Your personality is all yours. You don't share it with anyone else. If you can provide exceptional and unique value to your customers, you can charge much more for it because it's exceptional and unique. So ask yourself, what am I good at? And how can I use that to make my customer's experience even better? If you sell products, then think about the journey that led you to design or create the product the way that you did. What did you feel was missing from the market? Why did you feel your product would be well received by your target market? What makes it unique and special and worth the money that you're asking? How can you leverage that even further? What else can you provide your customer that will have them feeling valued and honoured and cared for? Make providing value a high priority for you in your business. When you remove your unimportant busy tasks, which we'll get to in a later podcast, you want to replace them with high quality actions that work to directly increase the value you provide to your clients. Because if you can over-deliver, you'll have happy clients and customers who will remain loyal to you and rave about you to others. This will bring in the business and, of course, translate to money in your account. So just to recap, the first steps to becoming more productive are to get really clear and in control of your thoughts and beliefs about money. To understand that value creates money and to appreciate that you as an incredibly unique human being have the ability to create immense value for your clients and customers. Grasping these concepts will allow you to make the most of your time and effort, which is really the essence of what productivity is all about. Because if you want to stop being busy and earn more money, then you need to know what to focus your time and energy on 
and what to let fall by the wayside. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.